1: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without autopay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
0: this is the rusk report a program that takes an inside look at western new york with news features and special guests Now, here's your host, Brian
2: Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report after a five-month absence. And we're talking about um, the Future Vision a Task Force with the Naval and Military Park. And it's just a wonderful treasure in Buffalo, New York. Uh, thousands of tourists come throughout new york state and hopefully you'll get them back from canada and neighboring states uh... in the near future let me tell you who's with us today we have paul marzello president and chief executive officer of the buffalo and erie county naval and military park terry mcguire chairman of the board of the buffalo and erie county naval and military park Dan Mecca, commissioning co-chairman and a committeeman with the Buffalo and Erie County Naval and Military Park. And we have Mo Nalon, who I went to school with decades ago in high school. He's a graduate of a great school, Colgate, a founding director and past president of the Buffalo Renaissance Foundation, which has been helping so much uh, with the uh, Naval and Military Park. And we're going to be talking about this goal They have a $100,000 goal to raise funds to keep this Buffalo and Erie County Naval and Military Park alive and vibrant as a tourist attraction. It's also a venue for patriotism and love for America with our veterans. We've seen in the last five months a, a lot of people who don't like our country. We've had a lot of civil unrest in this country a lot of destruction of property and this is really the opposite path the buffalo and erie county naval and military park love of country love of our history love of our institutions and these are wonderful people whom we have on the rust report on ESPN AM 1520 radio reaching 17 states and much of Canada. So you have a goal of $100,000 and I believe according to this chart you're at around $51,000. Let's talk about why you want to raise money for the Buffalo and Erie County Naval and Military Park and where the money is going to go. Gentlemen, take it away.
3: Good morning, Brian. This is Paul Marzello, President and CEO. Thank you for having us this morning. I guess I first would like to say that uh, I'm in the presence of some very hardworking committee members here and board members that are working hard to make sure that the Naval Park succeeds in these challenging times, and they're doing a great job. Our all-hands-on-deck campaign right now, I can proudly say that we're just at about 59 percent, pushing 60 percent this morning, well on our way to raising $100,000. And this money is going to be used to support our efforts throughout the balance of this year, which as you well know and most of your listeners know that this has been challenging for most nonprofits, particularly with the Naval Park, since 98% of our budget is earned revenue. So that means the revenue that would come in to rentals, admissions, our very successful youth encampment program has all been cut back, postponed, or eliminated for this season. So we're scrambling to come up with a better plan for next year, but we're finishing up strong, and this campaign is going to be extremely helpful in making sure that we can minimize the deficits that we're incurring and getting off to a stronger start for 2021.
2: Gentlemen, chime in, please. Well,
1: great. Uh, and by the way, uh, Brian, you know, it's, it's great to be a part of this uh, Naval Park as its chairman, and, you know, we're doing everything that we can to preserve, honor, educate, and inspire. Uh, We have a great, great park for that, and and to do our mission and complete our mission, uh, operational funds are always necessary. So uh, like Paul had stated, like a lot of nonprofits that are having difficulties at this time, you know, we're doing everything that we can to maximize our opportunities and leverage the goodwill of the Buffalo and Western New York and it's because we have visitors from all over the country that actually come here we have visitors from all 50 states and over 110 countries around the world that come to our park and and are inspired by what they see and what they're able to participate in with our interaction with our docents and our volunteers and all the great things that we do so we, we really appreciate the opportunity to come on and and state our case and move our mission forward and uh to honor all of our veterans and uh, prepare for a great future.
3: So Brian, let me just add that the All Hands on Deck campaign uh, includes a commemorative limited edition challenge coin. So for $100, you can purchase one of these coins, which goes into the reaching our goal of $100,000. And I, I have to say uh, special kudos go out to the Renaissance Foundation for providing the funds right up front to purchase these coins so that 100% of the money that's being donated can be used for our operating budget for this year.
1: And, Brian, as you, as you may know, we have a great number of projects uh, operationally uh, to, to continue to, to move forward with, and that would include, you know, the maintenance of our, of our vessels that we have there. Uh, we have some haul damage on the USS the Sullivan's that we need to repair we're always in a state of repair when it comes to um, painting our ships and making sure they look as clean and pristine as possible for our visitors, and also to uh, maintain a great staff that uh, does a great job of, of caretaking for those vessels and monuments that we have. And by the way, we're very much looking forward to our future as being the future home of the African American Veterans Monument, which will be the first monument of its kind in the entire United States. So we're very, very Proud to have that as part of our park as well and moving forward towards the future. And uh, Brian, if I can just jump in for a minute. Yes, please. But getting
4: back to the coins, these specially minted coins are each individually numbered. There's only 1,000 of the coins. And uh, so the math being that if we're at about 60%, there's about 400 coins left. They're each individually numbered, and each of these historic coins comes with a, a letter of authenticity. So uh, uh, I, I would uh, encourage uh, our loyal and, and uh, you know, supportive patrons to uh, go to the website that Paul will give us uh, later in this program and uh, get a coin before, uh, before they're gone.
2: I don't think we heard from Dan Mecca. Dan, uh, let's talk about your feelings uh, for the need to help this uh, Buffalo and Erie County Naval and Military Park. Well, I appreciate
0: the opportunity to, to be here with you today, Brian, and, and for all you do to support our community, and, and, and in this case, the Naval Park. Uh, you know, you had mentioned in your opening that my one of our roles was on the commissioning committee, and we're actually – it's unbelievable, but we're coming up on the third year anniversary of the commissioning of the USS uh, Little Rock lts 9 which we did on uh, December 17, 2017. Moe, our commissioning chairman, really led that effort. But what was um, important there is that Naval Park was a a big partner in that. But it really punctuated the um, the support and the love that Western New Yorkers have for our military history and our military active duty and veterans. We had close to 9,000 people brave the cold on that December day to witness the first time in US Navy history that a new Naval warship was commissioned alongside her namesake. and, And that namesake is the USS Little Rock Which is at the Buffalo uh, Naval Park, Um, one of the one of the few remaining floating museums of that uh, Fletcher-class cruiser. I think it's a Fletcher-class cruiser. Is that correct? So, um, you know, that really tells you how this community, how Western New York feels about our military, and how important the Naval Park is, not only to um, to the waterfront, but to the fabric of Western New York and our military history. So, you know, it's really my privilege to be a part of this committee, this Future Vision Task Force, which is really going to take a look at. Um, The operations of the Naval Park and how important it is to support that, um, not only with earned revenue, which Paul Marzello can talk about, which is from operations, but also the support from the community through campaigns like All Hands on Deck, through the generous support of foundations like the Buffalo Renaissance Foundation and other foundations, and and also our corporate partners that support us with donations. Um, It takes a lot to keep this valuable community asset afloat. Um, And we're doing our part to look at ways we can keep the current part going, but also look towards the future. And what can we do to improve our operations, our programming, take advantage of um, our real estate at the Naval Park, uh, you know, down at Canal Side, but also look at what the future holds. What else can we be doing? How can we expand our mission so that, you know, as we draw people from all 50 states and, and around the world, how do we bring them here more often and longer, because that, that, that economic impact is going to be significant if we can increase our, our mission and our draw. So that's really some of the, you know, from 50,000 feet, what our Future Vision Task Force is, is tasked with is looking at how do we, you know, how do we grow our mission and continue to honor those military and veterans in our community. All
2: right.
4: And Brian, well, you, you yes. touched on it, but it, it, it really is such a wonderful amenity for our Veteran centric community. We really have one of the largest veteran communities, I believe, in the state. But, and it transcends any political affiliation. It, um, uh, it, it really is a great reflection, not of our being a perfect union, but striving to become a more perfect union. And I think this is as great a representation when you think of the blood and treasure that's been shed over the years, uh, for, you know, uh, different, uh, campaigns around the world uh, so it's it's just uh, on every level it's it's we're we're really proud to have the largest inland naval park in the country and to have it right in buffalo new york
3: and brian if i could just reemphasize Please. something that terry touched on our mission preserve honor educate inspire we've got a gentleman coming in today from out of state um he's 94 years old he's going to turn 95 next week His family's bringing him into Buffalo because he served on the USS Little Rock. He's not in good health, but the family thought it was extremely important for him to come back to Buffalo, New York to see his ship for the very last time. So we're not even open to the public today, but our staff went out of the way to make sure that he's going to get a tour of the ship, get some uh, VIP treatment, and give us an opportunity to thank him for his service and hopefully we can take this kind of message to our younger generation, because it's extremely important that they understand the lessons that we've learned from our past military conflicts and wars, so that uh, hopefully we can help to prevent those kinds of things in the future.: I'd like. Brian, to- I think
4: our, our fellow Western New Yorkers would be very proud and, and happy to learn that uh, uh, the Naval Park casts a large shadow. We're well respected around the country. One of our great allies is a, a lovely young woman whose name is Kelly Sullivan. And Kelly is the only grandchild of the Sullivan brothers and works really, in addition to her teaching responsibilities, works to tell that story of that courageous family. and. Uh, comes to Buffalo a couple times a year just to support the USS the Sullivan. So uh, our story has a a national reach in addition to being such a wonderful amenity for those of us who live right in western New York.
2: Well, let's help you a little bit, and I know you need money, and uh, your CEO, Paul, said you're up to about 60% of the $100,000 goal, and you have limited abilities now to reach out to the public, especially with still at the time of the taping the Canadian border being closed, the quarantines in the state. So you're doing a remarkable job to reach 60, 61% of the goal. I understand this is tax-deductible. This is to preserve our history, our culture, and our love of the uh, uh, Naval and Military Park in Buffalo and Erie County. How can people make tax-deductible checks? How can people take advantage of that beautiful coin? Where do they send the checks that are tax-deductible? Tell us, please.
3: Brian, if you're interested, if your, your uh, listeners are interested in supporting the cause, I would advise them to go to our website, which is www.buffalonavalpark.org. If by chance they would rather call, they can call the telephone number, area code 716-847-1773. Either way, we'll be glad to help you uh,
2: Help support the park. Re- repeat that again, please. Uh, if somebody's reaching for a pen listening to the Rust Report, repeat that again, please.
3: www.buffalonavalpark.org.
2: Very good. And this, or, yes, go ahead.
3: The telephone number, which is area code 716 847 1773.
2: We encourage all of our listeners on the Rusk Report being on the air for 30 years, the longest-running show on ESPN AM 1520. We encourage our listeners to give and give generously. All four of our guests love our country. They love the military. They admire and respect this institution. This is the Buffalo and Erie County Naval and Military Park. If you have any questions, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200. Buffalo, New York, 14226. We greet cards and letters from our 17 states of listeners and much of Canada. Coming up, we'll have a financial analyst, Salpy Doring on this program and Dr. Crandall, who is General Alexander Haig's heart surgeon, and he will be on the show. He has a new book out uh, coming out of, of Florida. And we've had many military leaders on this program in the last few decades, including uh, General Alexander Haig, General William Westmoreland, General Al Erzik. So we, we really cater to our military and veterans who have sacrificed their lives, their health for the good of our country. And now we have a country where many of our institutions are being hurt. Statues of military leaders have been torn down. We stand to preserve our history, our love of country, and admiration for our Uh, veterans Uh, again our guests today are paul marzello president and ceo of the buffalo and erie county naval and military park terry mcguire chairman of the board of the buffalo erie county naval and military park dan mecca commissioning co-chairman and a committeeman with the buffalo and erie county naval and military park and uh, mo Nalon founding director and past president of the Buffalo Renaissance Foundation, which has been so helpful to the Buffalo and Erie County Naval uh, Park. Uh, Let's um, uh, talk about... how operational the Buffalo and Erie County Naval and Military Park is now when you hope to be completely and fully operational, where you can get visitors throughout the United States, throughout the East Coast, which we penetrate with the Rust Report. We go as far west as the Mississippi and uh, down to northern Florida and much of Canada. Let's talk about your operational goals, gentlemen.
3: As mentioned earlier, the Naval Park serves all 50 states and 110 countries as of the data from last year. So we realize we are a destination for Western New York, a real economic generator. The 2020 season obviously has been limited by the COVID-19 pandemic. We were limited to opening July 15th, and we will be closing down a little bit earlier this year uh, will only be open through September 28th, but in the meantime, we, uh, we have operations going on every weekend in September, both Saturday and Sunday from 10 till 4. So after that, uh, we usually shut down. We close the ships down for the winter. We take the water off them. We have a lot of operational procedures that need to be done to seal the ships up for the winter, and then we reopen them again in spring. Uh, the gift shop is open and we have an online store so you can always access that especially with the holidays coming up you would find something for a veteran there that i think they would find most interesting and appreciative Uh, the registration that we have had this year has been only open to visitors who have on deck tours so we haven't been able to allow them to go underneath the ships or in the interiors so that's been disappointing for some but we also hope that they'll come back next year and take the the full tour which includes all three ships the museum on the second floor the veterans memorial gardens and an outdoor exhibit yard so there's a lot to see a lot to do and you could spend many hours just at the naval park if not the entire buffalo waterfront
2: gentlemen do you have other comments about the current operations of the buffalo and erie county naval and military park
4: well uh, brian I, i'm sure that uh, terry mcguire and dan do but i just wanted to compliment you on 30 years it's hard to believe you know, I've known you since we were, you know, young kids, and what a what a great uh, testimony to your, uh, you know, ability to just always have intriguing and interesting uh, people on your show. So, my congrats to you for a job well done.
2: Oh, thank you. It's been my pleasure, and I'm the longest lasting person with former WWKB, KBW, and now ESPN. I'm the I'm the veteran here. I'm the Irv Weinstein of. ESPN, And he started his career on KB radio before he switched to TV and was then the most popular broadcaster uh, in Western New York for uh, four decades. And he was on this show probably a dozen uh, times. Uh, What about uh, Dan and Terry? Do you have uh, comments about the operational capabilities of the military and Naval Park?
1: Brian, uh, just as chairman, I just wanted to mention – uh, about, you know, in terms of operations in general and how things are run through our committees. But I, I just want to thank uh, the, our current composition of our board because many of them, most of them are not veterans. They're, they're not former members of the military. They've stepped up and have provided their time, their energy, their talents to help us uh, round out a great, great organization uh, of many different committees that do many different things like this current task force Uh, That's moving our park forward. I'll give you an example of Mo that you just mentioned. He has a son that's a Naval Academy graduate.
2: And he was a guest on this program also.
1: Correct. And and we have Paul who had an uncle uh, that was very much involved in a a father that was very much involved in uh, the military. So um, everybody on our board has been touched by someone whose service uh, brought out the best in them to move forward for the park and we're just so gratified as an organization to, to have such talented people now moving our park forward in these difficult times. And I always make this analogy, but you know, uh, the Empire State Building was put up during the Great Depression, during our, one of the worst economic times of our country's history. Uh, this COVID-19 has forced all non-profits and all cultural[s] to look at themselves and reinvent themselves in a way that moves their mission forward. So sometimes through adversity great things can be achieved and and we're looking forward to moving forward
2: as a park. Gan Mecca, you have a comment about the operations uh, capabilities of the Buffalo and Erie County Naval Military Park.
0: Uh, It's it's COVID threw you know, a big monkey wrench into a lot of operations, but um, for the Naval Park it was especially uh, difficult because of the timing of it, just as uh, we were getting ready to open up and and looking towards a um, a big big, uh, jump in attendance for this season. Um, you know, that wasn't possible, given the social distancing requirements and really just the whole setup of how you experience uh, any museum, let alone the Naval Park. So um, the staff is, and Paul have been challenged to find ways to make it work and to make the best of the situation, but um, it's also been an opportunity to rethink a lot of things and, and look for how we can enhance the experience, even though it might be different. Um, and this is, this is a group of people, paid staff, and a lot of the volunteer docents. Who really, it's a labor of love, um, and it's bringing out the best um, in, uh, in in the staff, but also uh, again the volunteer docents who really, uh, again are, are so committed and so valuable to the operation. Um, so it's it's a time that's uh, exciting and challenging all in one, and we're looking forward to the uh, this off season to really kind of um, take a deep dive into what needs to happen and how we can come back and come out even stronger for 2021.
3: Wonderful. So, Brian, if I could just jump in. Yes, Paul. Excuse me. Uh, Just two
0: things programmatically. Uh, One, our most
3: popular program is the youth encampment program, where 250 campers come out in the USS Little Rock and spend uh, an overnight learning about the ship, learning about uh, military life, getting tours of the ships from the docents, sleeping in the birthing compartments eating in the mess deck it's just a wonderful experience and more often than not people relate to that and say you know what when i was a kid i that's one of the things i remember about those ships is going on board sleeping in so we need to resume that program as quickly as possible 2019 was a banner year for us we had a sellout for all of 2020 coming up so we were very excited about the opportunities before COVID hit so we need to get back to that place where people will have the opportunity to come aboard the ships again. Secondly, COVID has made us take a look at operations, and we realize that with the limited school budgets that we're not going to be able to get kids on buses to take field trips to the Naval Park. So we are putting together an outreach program, which is going to involve some Zoom technology meetings and things where we can bring the Naval Park into the classrooms. It's going to be challenging for us. I think our staff is up to the task. And I think it will help to us to en- help us to engage students, even though they're not going to be able to come firsthand to the park. Uh, and hopefully, they'll be able to resume that um, soon.
2: We have a few minutes left on this program, and I'd like again to talk about this uh, tremendous all hands on deck challenge coins, which is done. Uh, in conjunction with the Buffalo Renaissance Foundation um, what are the coins how much are they where do people call or write to give the donation for these tax deductible please gentlemen
4: yeah uh Brad Small. so as i mentioned earlier each coin and there these are specially minted and individually numbered coins each coin comes with a letter of authenticity and they um uh, uh cost $100, um, and there's we've sold approximately 600 of the only 1,000 coins. There will only be 1,000 coins, so there's about 400 on the table, and we would uh, urge anybody with uh, an enthusiasm for the military, for a desire to help a wonderful uh, exhibit and, and, and museum, uh, which the Naval Park really, really is, and, and to purchase a coin you can go to our website, which is org, or you can simply call 716-847-1773, and we would be uh, most appreciative of your listeners' uh, support. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, as we move forward, uh, our exhibit will be one way that we can strive to overcome our differences and celebrate what makes us such a fabulous country.
2: Yes, I'm sorry we have uh, to come to a close of our re-inaugural show, the first uh, live show that we've taped now to be rebroadcasted in the last five months. And it's, it couldn't be for a more wonderful cause. The Buffalo and Erie County Naval and Military Park which reinforces our love of country, our veterans, respect, admiration of our veterans. We thank Paul Marzello, Terry McGuire, Mo Nalon, and Dan Mecca for educating us. And welcome back, Kevin Carr, Director of Production, after five months. We admire what you're doing for your love of our country, and we thank you. Have a great week.